Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, what's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the 12 Cities in Israel podcast, the only positive podcast about the food, the fun, the culture, and the people of Israel. Um, we are here to tell you about all the great things that this big little country has to offer. Listen, if this is your first time watching the video version of this podcast, please, please, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you're always in the loop when we have a brand new episode out. If you'd like to take us with you on your way to work or to the gym, you can find the audio version of this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and on Spotify. And also, if you'd like to help us support what we do, uh, which is bring you this great, awesome podcast, um, head on over to our Patreon page and consider becoming a patron. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate it. You can find it at www.patreon.com forward slash 12, the number one, two cities in Israel. All right. How's it going? Yay, this is going to be such a fun episode. Welcome to episode 37. And this will, from now until forever, be known as the Hummus episode. Hummus, hummus, hummus. And I'm going to say it right, and a lot of you are going to be like, what? Hummus? Yes, it's with a cut. Cut. So it's not hummus. We're not. This isn't the hummus episode. It's the hummus episode. All right. Um, as you guys know, for those of you who've been watching this show, we start off with shout outs to our sponsors. Our first one is to Neviot Plus. Neviot Plus flavored water. Nature at its very best. Neviot Plus delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure. It's based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel. It's enhanced with five, yes, Chamesh B-group vitamins. It's naturally sweetened. It is low in calories, only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. There are no preservatives, no color additives, and it's available in delicious, indulging flavors like peach, grape, and apple, which we have here today. If you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. If you want to find out more, check out their website, www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. If you want to get this water delivered to your home, then head on over to, and I'm trying to find a place to set it down, sorry. Uh, head on over to Makolet Online if you want to get that at home. Um, their main goal is to make Israeli groceries and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America, things like Tahina, which we're going to talk about today, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviot water that we are here with today. Yay! At Makolat Online, you'll find your favorite Israeli goods or, and simply enjoy brand new, amazing flavors. All their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. So head on over there. And if you put in the coupon code 12, the number one, two, cities in Israel, they will give you 15% off of your entire order. So head on over to www.makoletonline. That's 
dot com. That's www.makolet online.com and order today. That sounded so radio y. Um, all right. So, welcome to episode 37. We are going to be talking about hummus, and I'm going to break it down into, uh, I'm going to break it down into two different sort of subjects. I mean, it's going to be the same subject and I want to pull my notes here right now. We're going to talk about two different aspects of hummus by Israel in Israel. Um, but first, before we do that, what do we always do? We do our Chamesh Ba Chamesh, our five and five. That's our Ulpan segment. Get ready. This one's actually going to be kind of, uh, I said the last one was easy. I think I said the one before that was going to be easy. This one is going to be super duper, 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 duper easy. I'm going to give you five words um that you probably know but if you're watching the video version you're going to get the spelling of them too so our first word our first word is okel 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 is food okel um that's pretty simple um but i'm going to tie it into a verb which is lejol so lechol is to eat. So okel is food, and lechol. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to tap the rust off the Hebrew, and lechol is to eat. So lechol okel to eat food. Yay! We just banged out those two pretty quick. Um, our next one is in the. Uh, is going to be right, 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 smack dab in the middle of our subject. And that one is, are you ready? Hummus. Hummus. Now, for those of you who are going, oh, great. You just gave us a word we already know. But what's interesting about this word is it's also, it's not just the name of the dish. Hummus is the dish, right? Yes, correct. But Hummus is also the bean. So if you're in Amakolet or you're in the uh, the supermarket, which it's called supermarket in Hebrew. It's, it's crazy. I was like, okay, lazy, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so you look on the can and it will say hummus and it'll be little chickpeas. So that's what it's made out of. So that's what it is. Um, our next word. So hummus is two things. It's the actual bean that it's made from, the chickpea, and it's also the dish. Our next one is my absolute favorite, and it is tahina. Tahina. So tahini is what it's called in the United States. Tahina is what it's called in Israel. That T and H sound the, uh, I think it's the, what is it? The tet and the hay um, are kind of smushed together. Tkina. So, and that's going to come up in the name of a restaurant that I'm just mad crazy about. Um, I'm really excited about this episode. I love hummus. Um, and I love good hummus. I'll even eat bad hummus. Aval! But, so tkina, tkina 
is tahini. So there you go. Our next word and our final word. You guys are just going to be slapping yourselves on the forehead going, what? He's not even trying. Our, our next word is pita. And what is pita? It is pita bread. So there you go. Those are our words. Um, okel to eat. Uh, no, uh, okel food. Lejol to eat. Um, hummus. Hummus. Uh, tina, which is tahini, which is amazing. And you should have it on fries if you ever have the opportunity. And pita, which is pita bread. All right, that was it. That was uh, the, I told you that I told you guys that one was going to be easy. That one was almost like softballing it in, but all the words. That's how ingrained hummus has become in the world consciousness that we know all the words already. So pat yourself on the back. Actually, don't like criticize me for doing something easy. Pat yourself on the back for being so worldly and cultured. I'm proud of you. All right, rolling into the episode. Let me take a sip real quick. Um, this one is for Peter Madeira, my Jacob's Coffee. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. All right, so now I'm going to be talking about I'm going to be talking about one subject that deals with two things, and that is hummus and Israel and immediately that is enough to start a brush fire not a full full craziness yet um but enough to start a brush fire because there is an argument and I need to I need to talk about this um because actually in my research I <laughs> I was, I, so I was sitting there and I was thinking about how am I going to do this episode? Can I fill up an entire hour with hummus? Me personally, yes, I can on my own. Um, but can I, I'm thinking to myself, can I do that? Can I fill up an entire hour just talking about hummus? So I went and I looked and I was like, where am I going to, I need to do research. I need to find out there's got to be some really neat, eclectic, fun things to learn about hummus. So immediately I was hit with, uh, you type in hummus in Israel and it brings up all these cultural appropriation, um, articles and videos and all kinds of stuff. So I figured, Hey, what a great opportunity. Let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about it objectively. Let's not, um, let's, let's look at the reality on the ground. So there's the academic argument where we sit here and we say, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this This is horrible. I'm hurt to my core. Um, and then there's looking at what's actually happening. And looking at the actual facts of what everyone is upset about. And they're not relative. Meaning, those who are upset aren't expressing it on the ground. So, let's say, uh, to give you an example, I'm just going to pull out of that for a sec. And I'm not going to segue, but I am going to pull out of that for a sec. Let's say you hurt 
you you were you were really upset about safety at school and you said safety at school is the most important thing i've heard reports that safety is not occurring and blah 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 so you go and you commission a study and they do it and it turns out everything is safe um nobody's doing anything bananas because it just doesn't make sense to do anything bananas. Sort of the same thing. That was such a bad analogy. But sort of the same thing on the ground with hummus. So I'm going to, and I, w- I want to keep this on a positive note, I'm going to shed a little light on the hummus in Israel controversy. Uh, so the main thing, uh, uh, one of the videos that I watched, and it was it was actually, it was a really fun video, and it's from a guy that... Uh, I've had the amazing pleasure, amazing pleasure to um, interact with online uh, Corey Gilschuster. He does Ask a Palestinian, Ask an Israeli. He's got that project on YouTube. Highly, highly suggest, uh, highly recommended by me and strongly suggest that you go and check it out. And one of them um, was, I want to get this right. Hold on. Yes. One of his videos, he always does the, he'll take your question and you send him a question. He will go around and ask Israelis or ask Palestinians that specific question, regardless of the (laughs) peril that it puts him in. Um, So one of the ones he did is why did the Israelis steal hummus from the Arabs? That was the question. And uh, it was an awesome video. So there are some facts that he has at the end of the video. And I'm going to tell you the facts that he puts up. And and it's funny because these facts, I actually found these facts independently. They weren't just something that um, that he came up with. It's really easy to come up with tertiary facts. So I'm going to give you a little hummus history. And then we're going to dive into the controversy. So uh, this is from, uh, well, I'll just read it. So although multiple different theories and claims of origins exist in various parts of the Middle East, evidence is insufficient to determine the precise location or time of the invention of hummus. It's basic ingredients, chickpeas, Sesame, lemon, and garlic have been combined and eaten in the Levant over centuries. Now, the Levant is that whole area, Syria, Lebanon, um, Israel, Iraq, uh, all out across that wide area. Everything north of Israel, east of Israel, Israel itself, and to the south. Uh, Some to the south. Um, and Jordan, Jordan, I forgot Jordan, sorry. The regional populations widely ate chickpeas and often cooked them in stews and other hot dishes. Pureed chickpeas eaten cold with tahini did not appear before the Abbasid period in Egypt and the Levant. So that's the Ottoman, or no, that's, is that Ottoman or is that? post i don't know i'm not a big um muslim history scholar 
uh, but there were the Umayyads and the Abbasids. Okay, that's right. So there were these after um, Muhammad died. There were a number of caliphates that that existed, and they were based on the followers of him. And that whole swath of area was controlled. So, but keep in mind that while all this is happening. There were Jews in that area. There were Jews living there. A lot of people like to say, well, Jews weren't, didn't exist there. Jews weren't there. The only problem with that argument is that there are laws specifically directed towards the Jewish community in all of these empires. What are you going to do? Why would you have a law against a group of people that you say weren't there? just doesn't make sense. Um, so that's basically the outline now the earliest known written recipes for a dish resembling hummus um with tahini with tahina are recorded in cookbooks written in cairo in the 13th century a cold puree of chickpeas with vinegar and pickled lemons with herbs spices and oil but no tahini or garlic appears in a manuscript and a puree of chickpeas and tahini called hummus casa again we're talking about the name of the chickpea and the dish cool it's in arabic too uh and tahini and acidulated with vinegar though not lemon but it also contained many spices, herbs, and nuts, and no garlic. So this is so there were variations on this general idea that were starting to prop up, pop up in the 13th century during this um, Abbasid period. Now, it was also served by rolling it out and letting it sit overnight, which presumably gave it a very different texture to what we knew. We know now. And the origin can be, again, traced back to Egypt and was adopted from there by all cultures in the Middle East. And I find that pretty fascinating. Um, it's a common part of everyday meals. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a little cough. Sorry. Let me take a sip. <clears throat> so what we have is we have hummus as a part of and and what's interesting about this before i go into what apparently we have we have this myth of hummus it's almost the same it's hilarious as the myth of the falafel now i know a couple of egyptian gentlemen their falafel is absolutely amazing wow I know a Lebanese place that has some of the most amazing, absolutely amazing hummus. It's not the same. It's similar, but not the same as the hummus that I've had in Israel. Um, but it's a variation. So you, what happened was, so you have all these different places who, who contend that they have the greatest hummus on the planet and it's a, it's it's a hilarious race because it's almost as serious 
not almost it is it's as serious as some football teams you know the ultras are the groups that follow these football teams and are just ours is the greatest even though we haven't won a championship in 39 years we are still the greatest football team well the same goes for homeless and it's um the the uh it's supporters so you have different homeless establishments different homeless regions and you have people in syria saying we have the best homeless and by the way we invented it and you have people in uh <laughs> in lebanon saying oh no no syria uh we invented it and then you have egypt coming and saying what how could you guys ever say that well of course we invented it in the 13th century and there's proof well no there's only proof that in the 13th century it was documented that doesn't mean that it wasn't widespread already who knows um and that guy who wrote it where was he from was he from egypt or was he visiting all these questions are not really important, but <laughs> we're having fun with hummus. So, yeah. So, you have hummus. And you have hummus as this vast regional dish. Around the uh, southeastern portion of the, uh, of the Mediterranean, hummus is king boom you also have it out in jordan you have it uh someone told me that it was out in iraq i don't know tell me um but that would be amazing and i'm going to tell you a couple of other places but we're going to get to that so so hummus we've established is all over the levant all over the middle east so then Israel shows up. Boom. 1948. Uh-oh. Now, what do we do? Do we eat the hummus? Or do we leave it to our Arab um, neighbors? No, of course not. Hummus is amazing. So it was adopted by Israel because it was already being eaten in the uh, former Ottoman territories. It was already being eaten in the mandate, <coughs> the British mandate of Palestine. Why would they get rid of it just because? And interestingly, I was talking to my friend, Neely Kane. What up, Neely? Um, it makes sense that it was there. It totally makes sense. So I'm going to give you a little bit of history. I think I, for those of you who watched before when I talked about shawarma, um, because I love food. What are you going to do? Um, for those of you who have listened before, you'll have heard this. But Turkey, why is shawarma made out of Turkey in Israel? Well, when the state was first established, funds were low and there were a lot of people to feed. So Turkey is inexpensive. And as an inexpensive food, it became a staple food. Hummus is also a very inexpensive food, very easy to prepare. And it's easy to personalize, to make your own. So, and we're going to get into that later in the latter half. But it's very easy to personalize. So, boom, 
there you go. It was cheap and easy. Can't, can't beat it. Everyone can eat it. Everyone can afford it. Um, and that is why one of the reasons that's one of the reasons that's not why one of the reasons why it was kept, there was no reason to, to get rid of it. There were, um, but there was another thing now going into Corey Gill Schuster's video on why Israelis stole hummus from the Arabs. You're going to find out in the video that, what are you talking about? I didn't steal it. I'm Arab. That's what the guys say. Uh, one guy's from Persia. One guy's from uh, Yemen, I think. Another person is from, I can't remember where he was from. But you have all of these Arab Jews from Ar Mizraki Jews. So they're Eastern Jews. Mizraki means East. Mizrak. Um, and you have all these Eastern Jews who are from Arab countries, just like the Jews in Eastern Europe eat a bunch of Eastern European foods that have been kosherized, I guess would be the way. You didn't need to kosherize uh, hummus. Everything in it is fine for you to eat. Um, if you follow halakha, um, if you follow kosher rules and laws. So, boom. What? There you go. Um, and when all of these Jews, these Mizraki Jews, came from all the different areas after they were um, expelled, after the uh, establishment of the state, um, they brought the foods that they ate already. If they were eating hummus already and they moved to Israel why not open a hummus shop and we're going to talk about that so based on what uh what you'll see if you watch the video and what I saw when I watched the video 55 percent of all Israeli Jews take trace their backgrounds to Muslim and Arab countries so this was something they were already eating it wasn't something that they stole um and 20% of the population of Israel happened to be Arab, Palestinian, Israelis. And we're already eating it before the formation of the state. They're not going to stop eating it. Let's say you opened a, um, well, no, hold on. We'll talk about that in the end. Uh, because hummus in some places brings or has the potential to bring peace isn't that awesome? I think that's pretty great. Um, all right. Looking at my clock, I have got, we're at the, uh, we're at the halfway point. So I am going to, uh, I'm going to do my second round of shout outs and then I'm going to go into, actually, we're going to go into that. We're going to go into a bunch of really awesome places really cool places and what some are known as the best places in Israel to get hummus. And I'll tell you my favorite. If you stick around at the end, I will tell you my, actually they're my two favorites. Um, but one just, I, all right, I'll get to it. Hold on. All right. So our first one, our first shout out is to I connect and I connect 
engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. iConnect is a website dedicated to teaching you more about Israel. It's also a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. While you are there, you'll connect with Israel by engaging with all of iConnect's numerous articles, games, puzzles, uh, quizzes, polls, and more. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect's unique platform introduces you to Israel in a fun, exciting, and most importantly, rewarding way, all while working towards giving you a once in a lifetime experience. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www.iconnect.co.il and start playing now. Our next shout out goes to Israel Phones, and they are the leading provider of mobile phone plans and devices for people traveling to Israel. With Israel phones, you get much more data at an affordable price with unlimited calls and texts in Israel and international calling to the USA included. 30 gigabytes are only $29 and 50 gigabytes are only $39. These plans are valid for 30 days with a 10% discount for stays over 90 days. These plans will keep you connected and are perfect for tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals visiting their family and friends. Also, with Israel Phone's new iConnect Israel Rewards program, you can get a $15 credit to cover the cost of the SIM card for just signing up. You can join iConnect Israel right now and start earning points towards great rewards. For more information on what Israel Phones can do for you and to get this great deal, please visit www.israelphones.com. That's www dot israelphones.com all right so let me take a sip real quick hold on uh, uh, uh. Mm. perfect good coffee good 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 so we are going to go into um so we're going to talk about a bunch of hummus places now you can find hummus in israel in every town every town you can also find it, and before we talk about the restaurants, I want to tell you about this. You can find it in the supermarket or in the um, the makolet. Sorry, I had a hiccup. Or in the makolet, which are the, um, they're like bodegas, bodegas, little corner stores. And uh, I have to tell you, so if you go to the grocery store here in the United States, and I'm sure in Canada or maybe even in Europe, uh, but definitely the way it is in the U.S. Hummus from the grocery store is kind of gross. It just doesn't have the same consistency. It's uh, there. It's missing something, and I don't know what it is. I haven't talked to anyone about it. I haven't had this conversation with anyone. But hummus from the grocery store, the supermarket in the United States and in Canada is, ugh. it's just, ugh. it's like, it's like this weird taste and I'm not cool with it. But the hummus in the grocery store in Israel is out of control. The consistency, it's like butter. It's weird. I, I don't, I, what's, why can't we do this? And it lasts. It's not a question of like preservatives or something like that. It's like they don't grind it up enough here. 
they don't process, not process it. When I say process, I don't mean like put preservatives and junk like that in there. I mean, process it like they don't prepare it. Yes, that's the word. They don't prepare it. So it always feels, I don't know, meaty. Oh, that's gross. Anyways, so when you go to the uh, supermarket, do not in any way, shape, or form be afraid to get the hummus at the supermarket in Israel. Also, just about every street food that you can imagine has an option for hummus. Most of the time, it's not an option. They'll put it on there for you anyways. Like when you go get a falafel pita or um, sabik, which is uh, pickled eggplants, I think. Uh, yes, uh, they will, they'll put vegetables, all kinds of stuff, and they will smash a nice portion of hummus on there and you will be very happy um but all right so now where can you find some of the best hummus in israel well i went to a couple of places i went to uh, a couple of sites and was able to find um was able to find these lists the first one comes from nasher and it's the five best places to eat hummus in Israel. I have not, have not, have not been to all of these places, but I want to give you this information, um, and I will tell you the place that I went, but or the places that I went, and you will, uh, you have to go there, but you got to travel. All right. So the first one is, and these are not mine; these are from these different uh, websites. So the first one is from the Nasher Nasher. Uh, as in noshing, eating, um, and it's hummus, shlomo, and toron in Yafo, Jaffa. The hummus restaurant has been a Yafo staple since 1937, um, and it they serve their classic hummus with ingredients like char-grilled, pickled onions, um, kalamata olives, um, and they, what? They put, wow, holy cow. So they, it's entirely meat-free. So um, for those of you, that's actually something I totally, that's why I got stumbled. Um, that's something that I forgot to bring up. So there are a bunch of people who are vegan or vegetarian hummus <clears throat> i am not hummus is a great way great way to keep that going and to enjoy yourself and get a lot of good nutrients um so there you go it's good for good for the veggie people uh vegetarians and stuff like that so another one um is hummus ben sira in jerusalem um, this one's in downtown Jerusalem, and they give you everything with uh, Israeli salads and all kinds of stuff. This is uh, so I'm you know what? I'm reading these. I should just pretty much give you a list of some of the places and then I'll just 
elaborate on mine because I'm I'm trying to elaborate on on these and I've never been to it. There's another one, Humus Bardisef in Haifa, um, Dani Fal in Yafo. Now Humus Said in Akko. We're going to talk about Humus Said because I watched a video on that and there is stuff that I do want to share about um, about Humus Said. Now, from another list, which is from touristisrael.com, which check it out. They have some really great stuff. There's Humus Abu Hassan, which we will talk about. There is Humus Said, which I just said, Inako, um, is which is Acre, for those of you who, uh, who aren't aware. There's Lina which I had never heard of that one in Jerusalem. Ben Sira, which I told you, which is in Jerusalem. This one's interesting. Um, and you'll notice, though, before I go into this one, um, a couple of these are coming up on multiple lists, which is good, and came up in videos. So these are really good, good picks for authentic, amazing hummus. Now, this one is actually one that I want to try. It's called Blue Bus in uh, Paris, uh, Paris uh, Hana, which is outside of Quesaria. Um And it's called Blue Bus, and it's a restaurant inside, literally, a blue bus. Now, in Akko, in Akko, there are a number of, uh, there are a number of different hummus places that are famous. One of them that didn't make any of the lists that I want to talk about is Abu Sohila. Uh, Abu, Abu Sohila Hummus. Now, th- it's run by a Muslim woman, which is awesome. Um, and she took over this hummus restaurant from her father, which is amazing. Um, and her recipe is supposed to be one of the most amazing. And if you're up there, actually, that would be kind of a fun trip. Just Akko Hummus. Uh, just start going all over the place. So Abu Sahila Hummus. Uh, check it out. There's another one, Hummus Said. And this one, again, is a an arab establishment um but akko is a multi cultural multi demographic city so there are christians muslims um jews uh bahai druze all different kinds of people and they all live in the same place together um and that's one of the interesting things about hummus said is no politics inside hummus said and it's pretty much the same for Abu um, Sohila. Um, no politics. They don't, they, it's not like they don't allow it. You just don't do it, which I think is fascinating and amazing. Um, so across the bay of Haifa is Humus um, Bardisef, which I heard about, but I've never been to. And I was only in Haifa once, but I'm definitely, I want to check it out because they are supposed to have like some 
really rich, creamy, boom, amazing um, flavors that are going on. Um, another big one is hummus. Now we're going to move down. We're going to move down south. The ones in Jerusalem, I didn't have hummus when I was in Jerusalem. I did. That's not entirely true. I didn't specifically have hummus when I was in Jerusalem. I had it on things. I had it with things. Like if I had a pita, then it would go on there. Um, now I, I, it, it was good. I can't say much about Jerusalem's hummus. I'm sorry. I want to, but I can't. Um, so go, let's get out of, uh, of Jerusalem. I'm fumbling this. I feel bad. I feel like I'm not giving you guys everything you need. Um, so now we have to talk about, we have to talk about what has been on all the lists and been in all of the, uh, the, the videos, all the lists of the greatest homeless in Israel, according to them. And it is Abu Hassan. Abu Hassan has been around for generations, long time. And there are lines around the corner for Abu Hassan. It's supposed to be amazing. When I leave in two weeks, I will make sure that I go to Abu Hassan and I tell you guys about it. Check my Instagram. I will, I will keep you in the loop. Okay, so those are the ones that I know about that I saw but didn't taste great. But according to others, they're good. So you should try them. Um, and I'm just conveying information. So <laughs> now my favorite hummus place is actually in Tel Aviv, but Ned didn't make any of the lists, but isn't in Tel Aviv. So what is that place? So that place is called hummus. Abu Dhabi and Hummus Abu Dhabi, the one I know of is in Beersheba, of course. Um, it is the most amazing hummus I've ever had and all of the things that you get with it and the, the fries, the, which you literally take the fries and just rah, and throw them right in your mouth. It's it, dip them in so much hummus. It's not even funny. Um, then they have all the salads, the mezzet, the uh, Israeli salad, the pickles. And then on top of it, they just have all. It depends on how you get it. There are so many different ways to get it. You can get it with chickpeas. You can get it with, um, you can get it with hard boiled egg. You can get it with cloves of garlic. You can get it with, it, it, oh, there are just so many different options when you go to Hummus Abu Dhabi. Um, now, Hummus Abu Dhabi, I said there's one in Tel Aviv. It's not the same restaurant. What happened was the guy who went to Ben Gurion University, I think, um, loved Hummus Abu Dhabi so much that he made a secret deal. And the guy at Hummus Abu Dhabi in Tel Aviv sold him the recipe, but he had to open it as Hummus Abu Dhabi, but just not the same one. And boom, there you go. Now, outside, directly outside 
of Ben Gurion University is another hummus place called Hummus Shel Tachina, who has some of the most amazing salads, and their hummus is very good. I am just partial to Hummus Abu Dhabi, but Hummus Shel Tachina is absolutely out of this world, and I've eaten a lot of it, and here's why. So, at the end of the night, they take all the hummus, and they put it into little bins, little cups, I guess, with lids, and they give it away. So if you're there late enough, boom. The other thing, and from what I understand, this is the way it is at all hummus places. You can have as much as you can eat. So if you finish a bowl, keep going. I don't know if this is everywhere, but the ones in Beersheba at uh, Hummus Abu Dhabi and hum- definitely Hummus Shel Tachina because I've done it a number of times. Got out of class, went, had, and then went back in. Um, they're absolutely amazing. And you can have as much as you want. Wow. Yay. Um, so, yeah. So, those are my favorites. Um, and that is the... Uh, that's pretty much the hummus episode. I don't know that I have much more to say other than don't hate on the hummus. We're not taking it from you. Uh, <laughs> we're actually bringing it to everyone. And what one of the things that uh, the woman said, uh, and I want to get her name right, um, the woman from Akko, uh, Sahila, one of the things that she said, was you cannot argue when your mouth is full of hummus. So there you go. Um, dig it, right? I uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. That's it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 Cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, to help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. And that's the number one, two cities in Israel. Also, 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 please... Visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast plus other videos that we have produced, including our fully travel episode of the city of Beersheba, where I actually am at Hummus Abu Dhabi. Um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and uh, and the notification bell while you're there. You can also check us out at our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com on our Facebook page and on Instagram where every day we try to post a brand new picture from our Israel travels and Twitter where we keep you updated on where we are and what we're up to. All right, that's it.
Yalda yafa shelih, hizri.